Hi guys and welcome to another episode of For You From E. We are back with a For You Friday episode. I feel like I haven't said For You Friday episode in so long, even though I have been uploading on Fridays. I feel like I haven't used that introduction in a while, but welcome back to another episode of For You From Eve. I am so excited to have you guys back here. If you are new to my podcast, my name is Olivia Eve. I'm 21 years old and I created this podcast almost a year ago today to kind of just talk about lifestyle, health, wellness, and all that good stuff. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about challenges because I saw some girl post a TikTok where she was like, I'm going to do a two-week challenge where for two weeks, these are my goals. And a few of them were like less social media, no Snapchat, working out, all these things that I feel like you see a lot of people do. And so I thought it'd be really cool to create my own two-week challenge as well as ask you guys what your two-week challenge challenge will be and kind of what you're going to incorporate into that. I wrote on my TikTok, these are examples of challenges, but as for myself, I want to share what my challenges are too because I feel like you shouldn't have too many challenges because if you try to squeeze too many things into like two weeks, you're going to drive yourself a little bit crazy. So I feel like before even getting into showing you guys the challenges and telling you guys each other's challenges, which I think is so cool that you're going to be kind of uniting into having all these different challenges and seeing what other people in the community also prioritize and care about and want to fix in their routine. So that's why I wanted you guys to share the challenges that you had so I could kind of try to help you achieve them, try to help you stay consistent with them and kind of just try to show you guys how you can accomplish a challenge like that. So that's why I wanted you guys to share your challenges. But as for me personally, my challenges for these two weeks is going to be to work out five times a week, which I kind of do already. Like I always kind of work out Monday through Friday, um, but I want to make sure that I don't skip any days. Sometimes I'll skip a day just because I won't prioritize it in my time. But I think that making sure I do it for two weeks, working out Monday through Friday isn't a huge challenge for me, but it'll be a little bit of like a mindset type of challenge. So I feel like having challenges that aren't that out of reach are also really good that you kind of know you're going to accomplish because you're going to feel really, really good when you do it. So that's the first challenge I have. The next challenge I have is to not have gluten or dairy for the next few two weeks. I've had, haven't had gluten or dairy this past week already. It's been one week of not having it. Um, I definitely, I'm doing it for my skin. I'm doing it for my body. I just kind of want to test out what it's like when my body doesn't have gluten because I've gone without dairy before, but I've never gone without gluten. And so I kind of wanted to test out how my body and skin will react to it because if you guys are new here, then you don't know, but I struggle with very hormonal acne and rosacea and just have had a lot of skin problems in the past seven or eight years. And I've gone to doctors, I've gone on medications, I've tried different skincare routines and skincare products, but nothing has ever helped me. And I know that there has to be a change in my diet. I've given up coffee before and I've given up dairy before and it didn't really help my skin too drastically. Having no dairy definitely helped with my rosacea a little bit, but it didn't like completely help my skin. And so I figured I'd try to get rid of gluten and dairy to kind of see what the problem is, if it really is with my diet and you know what that is. So I'm going for a month and I'm seeing if there's any progress at all. I don't expect to have clear skin in one month, but if there's less breakouts and less redness in one month, then I know that it's working and I'm going to do it for another month and see how that's working. Maybe I have to do it for three months. Maybe I have to do it for six months before my skin is clear. 
I, it's been eight years, so clearly I'm very patient with this process and I know it's going to take time, but it, that's okay because that turns it into a lifestyle and not just a task that I accomplish and now it's out of the window. Now it's a lifestyle and a habit that I'm creating for myself. But those are my two biggest challenges. And then my other challenge is to be on social media less. It's weird because social media does help my brand, but I want to try not to just scroll through TikTok too much. I don't really want to be involved on Snapchat too much or scroll through my personal Instagram feed too much. If I want to post, that's okay. If I want to interact on my TikToks, that's okay. If it's helping my business, that's fine. But I don't want to be just mindlessly scrolling on TikTok that much because obviously sometimes it's more for entertainment than benefits. And my last um, challenge for that I have for myself is to journal every single day for these two weeks. And so far I have been doing it and I'm really proud of myself for doing it. I just got this new journal and I feel like when I get new journals, I'm really excited about excited about it for like three days and then I kind of get over it a little bit and I don't really go back to it and I don't stay too consistent with it. So today I'm going to be this, I mean, these next two weeks, I'm going to be way more consistent with it. And I'm really, really excited because I do love this journal. And another thing I'm trying to do, which I didn't really put this into my challenge, but I want to drink green juice more. So for the past three days, I've been starting my mornings with green juice instead of coffee because I know that celery juice is like the, the key to clear skin. So I've been doing that. So those are some of my ideas. Um, on challenges that you can have for yourself. Those are the challenges I have for myself. And now I'm going to go through and read challenges that you guys wrote down. I asked you guys on my Instagram at for you from Eve, if you don't follow it to let me know your challenges for these next two weeks. And these are the things that you guys asked me. So the first challenge that one of you wrote down is to clean my room a little bit every day instead of having one giant mess at the end of the week. I think that this is so important. I've definitely gotten better at that because as much as I love having that weekly cleanup, it doesn't necessarily mean that my room has to be atrocious for me to have that weekly cleanup. I feel like a weekly cleanup is cleaning your sheets and maybe reorganizing your drawers a little bit and rehanging up some of your clothes and stuff. But if you just like every single day do a little bit of cleaning, it's going to make such a difference. Like for example, this morning I had a yogurt bowl and an iced coffee, right? And I had it on my bed because I was doing emails and stuff. So I was just like, let me just eat this and drink this in my bed. I don't know if that's gross, but I did that. And my bowl and my coffee is still on my dresser. And then I took an Instagram picture with all my favorite beauty products. Those beauty products are still on my dresser. Now I could either leave that there till the end of the week and I could clean it up at the end of the week and have like a big deep clean, or I could just put those things away now. And now there's less for me to do during the week. Another thing is I also, I always tell myself like, I'll do this at the end of the week. I'll clean everything on Saturday and this day and whatever. But at the same time, it's like when it comes to the weekend, that's when my room gets the messiest because during the week I'm home a lot more and kind of more on a schedule and everything. Whereas on the weekend, it's more like, okay, what plans are my friends making? And I have to get ready and pick out my outfits and do all these things and whatever. Whereas, you know, during the week, it's more like I'm on my own schedule and I'm not really seeing many people. So I kind of just have time to clean it by myself and all those things. So I feel like during like on the weekend, my room definitely gets a lot dirtier and messier than it does. You know, like normally Monday mornings, I'll clean my room, like deep clean it. But I feel like just having like a little bit to do and not leaving your house until your room is clean, I feel like is a good tip that I have. And that's something that I've been like is I can't leave my house unless my room is clean. 
And just putting in the mindset, and this is like a really weird tip, but it's like imagine one of your friends or your boyfriend is going to come over when you get home. You want your room to be clean. You want it to look good. You want it to look pretty. And you want it to be like a place that you're going to sit in and be relaxed and like feel good and all those things. So I feel like when it comes to my room being clean, I'm always like, okay, well, if someone comes into my room, I want it to be clean for them. I don't want it to be like dirty and whatever. So that's kind of my advice and my tips for having a clean room and just like doing a little bit each day. It's just like instead of taking off your jacket and throwing it on the bench or the chair in your room, just put it on a hanger and hang it up. Like it's really, it's so like we do it so mindlessly, but if you just like take a second to clean up your room really quick before you leave your house and before you go to bed, it's going to feel a lot better to sleep and wake up to a clean room. Like right now I'm looking at my closet And the other day I wanted to go through this box of old journals that I had and I still have that box like on the floor of my closet and I don't want it there. So it's just like having little things like that. You're like, okay, don't want that there. Like, where can I move it? I have to put it away. Little things like that. And then it's going to make a really big difference. The next challenge that you guys wrote down is journaling for 10 minutes a day. Journaling is one of those things where you don't know what you're missing out on until you start doing it. It's like reading a really good book. If you're someone that grew up just saying, I don't read, I'm not a reader, I'm not into reading, I'm not into books, you don't understand what you're actually missing out on when you read a book. So then you like read a book and now you're attached and you're like, wait, now I know what I'm missing out on. The same thing goes for journaling because with journaling, before you ever journal, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to write about. Nothing's that interesting. My life isn't that deep. I don't have that many thoughts. Like, I don't know how to start, whatever. These are all the things that go through your mind before journaling. But if you just pick up your journal and you like actually try and one day you get a prompted journal, you could start off with a prompt journal so that way you kind of have a better idea of what to do and what to say. Because the journal I have right now, the Between Places, is probably my favorite journal I've ever had because it gives such a free space. It gives you a very general question and it kind of lets you dive deeper into it. So having that really, really helps me because it's a prompt, but it's also like a free write. So that's something that does really, really help me with journaling, um, having prompts in it. So get a journal on Amazon. I have a lot listed on my Amazon storefront. If you want to look at those, I have some of my favorite ones and you kind of just get a journal and it has a prompt for you. And once you start writing in that journal, so many things are going to come to your mind that you didn't even know that you were thinking about because they've been like locked inside of the back of your mind for so long. So once you kind of have the opportunity to just write, everything's going to start to pour out and you're going to be like, wow, I feel so good now that I finished that. And you're just going to feel so much better. And you're gonna be like, I didn't even know what I was missing because I had never started journaling. So if you want to journal for 10 minutes a day, get a journal that you're going to actually enjoy that has prompts in it and keep it on your bedside table so that you see it when you wake up and before you sleep. The next challenge is someone said, I don't want to have alcohol for two weeks. For me personally, I've never struggled with straying away from alcohol. I actually was on a medication for my skin this past summer. And I was on this medication for my 21st birthday. And on this medication, I couldn't drink. Like I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to like have a drink or anything. So I couldn't even drink on my 21st birthday, but I was doing it all for my skin and it didn't even end up helping me. Didn't even end up helping my skin. But at the point, at the moment, this is what I was doing. And I didn't have alcohol, I think for like six or seven months, no, maybe, maybe like four or five months. But it didn't really matter that I wasn't having alcohol. It was just like, oh, it's the summertime and I'm going out and it's my birthday, like things like that. Um, 
So I feel like when it comes to alcohol, I never had a problem not having it just because alcohol hurts my stomach. It gives me a headache. Like if I have a little bit, like if I have like one like margarita or mimosa, I'll be fine. Like if I have one or two margaritas or mimosas, those are like my favorites. I'll be fine because it's not that heavy of a drink, but I can't just like take a shot of vodka. Like I can't take a shot of vodka. Tequila doesn't affect me as bad. I just don't like taking shots of tequila. But I can't just have like one shot of something. Like if I have a shot, my stomach's going to hurt. So I try to have like one drink and drink it a little bit slowly. It's not that easy for me to get drunk, but I don't really care to get super drunk. It's just like I'll get like a little bit tipsy here and there. But if you're kind of someone that struggles with not having alcohol, maybe try not to put yourself in too many positions where you're going to have alcohol or maybe like force yourself to be the designated driver. So that way, you know, you can't drink no matter what. I've been the designated driver so many times, especially when I was on my medication because I knew I couldn't like drink anyway. So I was like, why wouldn't I just drive? So putting yourself in situations like that, um, maybe getting like a seltzer water with lime at the bar. So at least you have something in your hand and you're enjoying something, you know, things like that. So I feel like if you're trying to stray away from alcohol, maybe just try not to go in a lot of situations where alcohol is quote unquote necessary. Try to have a substitute for it that doesn't actually include alcohol, but at least makes you like have a drink in your hand and everything like that. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's really good to kind of just discipline yourself and once you do accomplish that two weeks, you're going to feel really good and your body will feel different, especially if you're someone that has alcohol on a regular basis or every weekend, your body will feel very, very good if you take some time off of it. The next challenge is to work out three times a week. This is what I was doing when I got into the habit of working out. So now I work out like five or six times a week, but if you're starting to work out, I don't think you should be working out five times a week. I think three times a week is perfect. So when I first started working out, I had worked out for 21 days straight where every single day for 21 days, I did some type of body movement, whether I was going on a walk, going to the gym, no matter what I was doing, I was moving my body every single day for 21 days. After the 21 days, I started to really enjoy working out and it became a habit into my routine. And then I started going to the gym every week. So I would go to the gym three or four times a week. Um, normally like every other day just to kind of see what times I liked going at. Do I like going in the morning? Do I like going in the afternoon? Do I like going at night? I realized that I like going at the nighttime. I like going, I leave my house at around like 5 p.m. and I start my workout at like 5.30. By the time I get to the gym, get everything ready, I start working out at like 5.30. And I realized that's just how I prefer working out because for me, it's like I like to work out, get home, eat my dinner, take a shower, and then get into bed. Whereas people who like to work out in the morning, it gives them energy where my workout, it gives me like energy in my mind where I'm like so happy and energy in my mood, but it definitely doesn't give my body energy after I'm done working out. In the middle of my workout, I have so much energy, but I work my like I work out so hard that after my workout, my body just can't wait to rest. So when I get home and eat my dinner and then take a shower and sink into my sheets, it's literally the best feeling ever. And I always have the best night's sleep because my body is just so tired that the way like I just get so exhausted and I'm so ready to have like the best sleep of my life. So if you're trying to work out three times a week, my biggest tip is to switch out your workout every single day. Maybe go at a different time unless you already know what time you like working out and do a different type of workout. Like one day do butt and legs, the other day do cardio and abs, the next day do arms and back because that way you'll be able to see which workout you enjoy the most. Like for me personally, my favorite day is like butt and leg day. Recently, honestly, recently my favorite workout has been like full body hit workout where basically I'll do 
a mixture of butt and like arms and then I'll end it off with like cardio and abs and I just do like a full body workout. I don't do like all my butt and arm exercises. I'll do like half of my butt exercises, half of my arm exercises. Then I'll do like an ab workout and then I'll do like cardio sprints at the end. So that way I'm doing like a full body hit workout and it feels so good. So try to kind of switch up what workouts you're doing these three times so that you could figure out what you enjoy the most and that'll like motivate you to want to go more. But I'm really proud of you for wanting to start a fitness journey. Um, And I'm really excited for you because once fitness and working out becomes part of your lifestyle and becomes a habit of yours, you're going to love it so much. Like I promise you that I literally love working out now and I get so excited. Like right now it's 2 p.m. And I cannot wait until it's 5 p.m. and I get ready and leave the gym because that's the time I like to go. But I do have so much stuff that I have to do before I go. I have to finish recording this podcast, edit it. I have to pick up a few things from the grocery store. But at the end of the day, like I'm so excited to just get ready and go to the gym. Like I'm I'm so excited to go to the gym. The next challenge that you guys have is to go to bed earlier. This is something I've been struggling with recently too. So when I saw this on my challenge, I was like, honestly, I should incorporate this into my challenge as well. Just sleeping my just fixing my sleeping schedule in general, I think I really have to work on. The thing is, is that I haven't been working a part-time job anymore and I've just been doing my podcast and social media full-time along and now I'm starting school. So I haven't been in school and I'm starting school now and it's like I have 8 a.m. classes and I can't just be sleeping at 1 a.m. and waking up at 10 a.m. like I have been doing. I have to like really fix my sleeping schedule. So that's something that I'm excited to do is now that school's starting tomorrow. Well, you're listening to this episode on Friday. So yesterday, Thursday was my first day of classes. Um, But today's Wednesday. So I'm kind of like preparing for tomorrow's classes today. And I'll get into at the end of the episode, I'll talk about what I'm doing to prepare for my semester that starts tomorrow. But sleeping schedules are definitely tough. I definitely would recommend seeing like right now what you're falling asleep to. I fall asleep to the TV, which maybe could be a problem. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's not. But I definitely think that I have to get better at the way that I'm sleeping and the time I'm sleeping at. Melatonin gummies really, really help me. They have like magnesium and zinc in them. So you are getting like a type of vitamin. Um, but it does help you fall asleep. And magnesium is really good for calming your anxiety. That's like what it's for. So if you take it before bed, your mind is going to be a lot more at ease. And like I said, if I work out at 5, 6 p.m., I'm a lot more tired when I come home, which is always a really good feeling. So I definitely recommend, you know, doing your – I personally like doing my workout at night because it helps me sleep, but every body is different and everyone's preference is different. So that's personally what I enjoy doing, but you can obviously work out any time of the day, but that definitely helps me sleep earlier. Um, but yeah, my biggest tip is to maybe take a melatonin gummy or magnesium before you sleep. Melatonin gummies are a little bit dangerous because you don't want to get too used to them, but magnesium is a vitamin that you probably your body probably needs anyways if you want to take like a vitamin test. Um, fall asleep to like white noise, red lights help a lot. Like if you have led lights, switch it to the color red, like make sure you have a timer so it doesn't go all night, but the color like red in your room is actually really good to fall asleep to. I don't know if people know that. Um, make sure you have like comfortable bedding on, do your skincare, make sure your room is clean, journaling and meditating before bed will get you more tired too. The next thing is preparing my meals now that school is starting. This is also something that I'm going to start doing is meal prepping. I've been pretty good at meal prepping recently. Like yesterday on – like yesterday, which Tuesday because it's my Wednesday for me, I meal prepped juices for myself. So I made like three green green juices for the rest of the week so that way I could wake up and have the green juice and it's super easy. 
um, and preparing like chicken and salads, things like that are really good to kind of keep you on track with everything. So if you are able to, you know, prepare your meals, I highly recommend doing it. It's not that easy. It's definitely a little bit difficult because it's like it is time consuming. But if you're able to go to the grocery store and pick up a bunch of things to meal prep, there's so many YouTube videos that I've watched. Um, YouTube videos and TikToks are really helpful with this. Just seeing what things that you could buy where you can make a bunch of meals from one item, doing things like that. I do have to go to Whole Foods today to pick up a few more snacks because I've been falling in love with the snacks that I get from Whole Foods. But yeah, just getting little snacks and things that you can make a bunch of meals with. Like if you get oats, you can make so many things with oats. You can make oatmeal cookies. You can make overnight oats. You can have a cereal. You can make granola, like having big ingredients like that. So I highly recommend looking at YouTube videos. One of my favorite YouTubers who's really good at meal prepping is Sammy Clark. I'm trying to get her on the podcast to talk about, you know, her YouTube journey and her health journey as well, because she is so inspiring to me, but her YouTube videos are amazing. I highly recommend checking them out if you haven't yet. Um, But yeah, I definitely recommend preparing your meals. It's all about prioritizing your time. If you put time blocks in your schedule to go grocery shopping and to prepare your meals, then you're going to get it done no matter what. We have a quick little ad for my friends at Anchor. And I'm excited to throw this ad in because Anchor is actually how I started my podcast. And I get a lot of questions from you guys on how you can start your own podcast. And Anchor was honestly the easiest way for me to record, edit, and schedule my episodes. So I highly recommend using Anchor if you want to start your own podcast. This is your sign. Make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's continue with the episode. The next challenge that you guys have written down is screen time under two hours a day. Screen time is something I feel like I don't even realize I'm on that much. I'm on my phone a lot in the mornings, which is not good, but I am on my phone a lot in the mornings. I make my coffee and then, or now my green juice, and I'll sit on my bed and I'll open up my laptop or my phone and I'll look through all my notifications. I feel like ever since getting into social media, I've been so obsessed with like, Who's direct messaging me? How many likes did I get overnight? Did I gain any followers? Like, what emails did I get from brands? Did anyone respond to my podcast? Like, all these things I'm like dying to know when I wake up in the morning. So, I feel like screen time has been a bigger struggle for me recently than it ever has been just because of social media and me being on my podcast. Obviously, even though it is being productive, I don't think anyone should start their morning looking at a laptop screen or an iPhone screen. So I'm definitely not proud that I do that. And that is a habit that I have to stop. I know you could put limits on apps and you can totally just ignore it, which I obviously that's just a self-discipline thing. Like you can put a timer on TikTok where you're only on TikTok for 30 minutes out of the day. And then after the TikTok app is used for 30 minutes, it like shuts you out of it. I have this app for TikTok. Like I have that setting on TikTok. And honestly, it does help because it's just a reminder because sometimes you just mindlessly scroll through TikTok where you don't even realize that you're scrolling that long. And then all of a sudden you get that reminder and you're like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing? I've been scrolling for so long. So my tip for that is literally just having that little timer on it where you're only on it for like 30 minutes a day. If I'm posting a TikTok, obviously I just let the timer keep running and just pass by it. But having timers on your apps, I think is super important. And that'll really help you get your screen time under moments that I'm not at the gym is like when I'm at, I mean, moments that I'm not at the gym. What am I saying? Moments that I'm not on my phone is when I'm at the gym. So I'll put my music on, but I put my phone on do not disturb as soon as I get to the gym. Like 
the other day I was like texting my friend. We were texting back and forth, sending audio messages, going back and forth in this like deep, detailed conversation. And all of a sudden I like get to the gym and I put my phone on do not disturb. And I know the new like feature on the upgrade now lets the friends see that your phone is on do not disturb. And I'm just like, oh, that's awkward. But the second I walk into the gym and I put my gym shoes on and I step out of that locker room, my phone is on do not disturb because my AirPods do this thing. And I've tried to get rid of this before, but it does this thing where it reads my messages out loud. And so the other day, my friend sent me a three minute long audio message and I'm at the gym and I, my phone, I guess I didn't put it on do not disturb yet. So I'm starting my workout. I have my pump music on and I'm on the squat rack machine. So it's like a little bit difficult to like set that up and get put it back together. And all of a sudden I it's like got a text from da 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 and it starts playing her audio message in my headphones. And I'm like in the middle of my rep, so I don't want to like stop, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to stop this audio message. I thought it was gonna end after like 30 seconds, but it was like a three-minute long one. So if you're listening to this, you know exactly who you are. But I literally just like put the squat machine back, like I like reset it up and I put my phone on do not disturb, like ended the audio message. So now my phone is always on do not disturb when I'm at the gym because I just don't want to be bothered with like messages or distractions. When I'm at the gym, that's like my time to just kind of like be on my own and do my own workouts and kind of figure it out that way. And that's just like my zone and my space. So I always put my phone on do not disturb when I'm at the gym. If I'm journaling in the morning, it's on do not disturb. When I'm driving, it's on do not disturb. So there are a lot of moments of the day where you can limit that screen time and just put your phone on do not disturb. So that way you're not getting notifications. Like if you're studying for a class or for an exam and your phone's on do not disturb and your laptop's on do not disturb, it's going to be harder for you to get distracted. Um, So those are some of my tips for screen time. The next thing is reading my Bible, praying, and meditating every single day. I'm very – and I wrote about this in my journal the other day, how when it comes to my Bible – I like will go through a month of reading it every single day and then the next month I'll only read it like five times that month. So I'm very like on and off with consistency um, with my Bible, which obviously like isn't good and I should be doing it every single day and should be reading it. I've been really good at Bible journaling, which is all the between places. That's the journal I keep talking about, the between places. So I've been really good at Bible journaling because that is a Bible journal. However, I haven't been good at like opening my Bible and reading it Um, but yeah, I think the way that you do that is just putting it in an open spot. Like right now it's on my bench. So it's like right in front of me every single day. And a lot of the time when I open up my journal, I get reminded to open up my Bible. And honestly, it's one of those things, like I said before, where you don't know what you're missing out on until you do it. And then that feeling after you do it is just like, wow, like this feels so good. Like I'm done with it and everything like that. So reading my Bible and everything is definitely like very peaceful. And once you get into it, you're not going to want to stop because you're going to remember the feeling it gives you when you're done. So having it someplace where it's in front of you, my favorite Bible is the She Reads Truth Bible, the New King New King James Version. Um, it just I like it because it has explanations in it. It explains each chapter. It has space for you to write notes in. And I think that keeps you more like attached to it and understanding it more rather than just like reading it and not really knowing what's going on. The next challenge you guys have is being consistent with strength training, but also prioritizing skincare and self-care. Yes, I think being consistent with strength training, amazing. I think that's great that you want to do that and, you know, advance your workouts. As for prioritizing self-care and skincare with your workouts, I think that's huge. Um because it is hard to like prioritize time for everything. Like a lot of the time I'll come back from the gym. Like I said, I'm so exhausted when I come home from the gym. I'll eat my dinner, I'll take my shower, and it's like 
some, day, some days I'll be so lazy to do my full skincare routine, but I know that I really should. And I know if I do it, I'll really enjoy it. But sometimes I just get so lazy to do it because I just want to get into bed and just be tired. But I know that if I skip my hair care and skincare routine, I'm not going to feel as good when I wake up. So just pushing through that is really, really important. And even though it seems like such a luxury to do our or self-care. It is a luxury, but sometimes when you're so exhausted from work or from the gym or from school, it's like that's the last thing on your mind. So I think it's great that you want to prioritize both of those in one. And my biggest tip for that is just keeping your skincare out and knowing the feeling that you're going to have when you do it and like knowing you're going to wake up feeling better, your skin's going to look better and your hair will look better. And it's basically a mental health practice. The next challenge is to stretch every morning. This is something that I have to get better at because as someone with really bad back problems and someone who like sits all day from doing the podcast, like right now I'm sitting in my bed because of the podcast, then I'm going to edit the podcast here. You know, I'm always sitting down and I forget to like stretch every morning and get up and walk a little bit like in between recording and editing, I should totally just get up and do a few steps, even if it's just around my house. And because I work out so much, I definitely should be prioritizing moving my body more and not hurting my back. Um, So I think stretching every morning is a very important thing to do. You never want to pull anything. Like once I sprained my back and I had working out taken away from me for a month or two, I was so miserable and I just realized like what I was missing out on from not going to the gym. So I have to be a lot more careful now with the way I stretch and the way I lift weights and the way that I work out my body because I never want to be in that position again where I can't work out again because that was the most miserable thing that I ever went through was having the gym taken away from me. And it really does put everything in perspective. It's like when you're sick and all of a sudden like your throat hurts every time you swallow and you can't breathe through your nose and you're like, oh my God, I like miss and took advantage of the times where I could just breathe through my nose. It's like one of those feelings. So be grateful, stretch every morning, love your body and treat your body well. The next challenge is to read before sleeping instead of watching TV. So I actually like never fell asleep watching TV when growing up because my parents never let me let me have a TV in my room. And now I understand why because I got my TV in my room, I think when I was like 19, 18 or 19. And maybe, yeah, maybe 18 or 19. And now I'm so used to falling asleep with the TV on. And it's like, it does help. I do fall asleep with it on. And the thing for me is I need a little bit of like volume and light when I sleep, which is so weird. Like I can't sleep in the pitch dark with no volume. I can't do it. Um, I need to sleep with like a TV on or a nightlight and some type of noise. I feel like it's just comforting to know that like it's like having a comfort show or a comfort YouTube video on while I work out. It's just having that comfort when falling asleep. So that's why I fall asleep with the TV on. I was never like that before, but I think reading before you sleep is definitely a bigger upgrade. So whether it's your Bible or just a book that you're reading, a self-help book, when it comes to self-help books, like for example, Atomic Habits, that's a book that I have to read like in the morning or at night. Maybe I could pick it up in the afternoon, but it's not like a binge book. Like self-help books for me are never like a binge worthy. I'm going to sit down and read this for a few hours. If I'm reading one of my like entertaining, you know, books, like nonfiction books by like Colleen Hoover, then I'm going to sit down and finish the whole thing in one sitting. But when it comes to self-help books, I normally will just like read a few pages or read for like 10 or 15 minutes, take some notes and be done with it. So I think doing that before you sleep is a lot better than watching TV before you sleep. The next thing is to plan each day. Now that I'm getting back into school, I have to get better at this. I'm pretty good at planning my days, even if I'm not on a set schedule. So 
like these this past these past two weeks that I've been on winter break and not having a job, I've really been on my own schedule and I've been really good at like planning what time to record my podcast and what time to send emails and you know all these things. So I've been a lot better at that, which is good. Um, but yeah, so basically I think planning each day is super important. Waking up in the morning and having like a to-do list or a planner, I think is so, so important to kind of write things down. You could also do this the night before, which I think might even be better because your mind is going to be like, you're going to have, you're going to know what to do more the night before than in the morning. So doing that. And then in the morning, just having that reminder is a really, really good idea. And I think planning your days is the best way to prioritize your goals and get everything done that you want to get done. I know that I wouldn't be able to get things done if I didn't plan it out. For some people, they don't like planning things out and they kind of just like to write like on a little post-it note or just think about it in their mind and write it on their phone. Like for me, I have to like really write it on like a to-do list because if I just think about it in my head and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this later. I know it's gonna not going to get done or it's going to get forgotten about. And there's no worse feeling than forgetting to do something and then remembering that you forgot to do something. Like that's the worst feeling. So um, maybe get like a notepad from Amazon or something. I have like a to-do list notepad from Amazon and it like really, really helps me kind of just remember everything and get everything done. So um, that's my that's my tip for that. Okay. The next challenge that you guys have is to drink enough water. This is something I honestly don't struggle with at all. I used to struggle with this like a lot, honestly, before I had my hydro flask and I love my hydro flask. I talk about it so much in my episodes because it really did help my water drinking habits. It's the perfect size. I fill it up right before I go to sleep and I drink like half of it before I sleep, half of it in the morning. And then I fill it up. I have like three or four of my hydro flasks a day. I don't know the size of it, honestly. Maybe it doesn't say on like the I don't even know the size of it, but it's not the smallest one. I think it's one size up from the smallest one or maybe two sizes up. It's linked on my Amazon storefront if you want to look at it, but it's literally the best thing ever. It's so it's it becomes your comfort water bottle and I've heard people talk about emotional support water bottles and I never understood it and now I understand it because I'll it'll be like 10 p.m. and I'm watching a video and I literally have my hydro flask like next to me in bed like in my arms like it's so weird like it's like it's always just next to me if I'm going anywhere it's next to me it's just the best reminder to drink water so I highly recommend having like a water bottle that you bring with you everywhere and not just like getting plastic water bottles these are obviously better for the environment and they're going to keep you on track to drink enough water the next challenge and I really loved this one is to compliment myself I love whoever wrote this down I didn't want to like shout out names but I think that this is so so amazing like daily gratitude and just being thankful for yourself, being able to wake up in the morning and compliment yourself and be proud of yourself. That is so important. And it's not something that we do enough. It's not something that I do. I feel like I've been doing it a little bit more recently now that I'm working out so consistently and being so consistent with my podcast. I do tell myself like, I'm so proud of you like to myself because I'm working out every day and I'm moving my body every day and I'm finally at a point in my life where I love working out and I love what I'm doing, which is my podcast and social media. So I think complimenting yourself is such an amazing challenge to do for two weeks. Every single morning, wake up in the morning and write down compliments to yourself and it's going to feel so weird. But at the end of the at the end of the day, this is something for yourself. It's not like you're going to your group of friends and complimenting yourself in front of them. This is something you're doing for yourself and you're doing to yourself. So it's like no one else has to hear you. No one else has to understand it. No one else has to agree with you or question you about it. This is something you're doing for yourself to yourself. So 
complimenting yourself every single day for two weeks. I think that's an amazing challenge that everyone here should do. The next challenge is to work out in the morning. Now, if you have to work out in the morning because of your schedule, then I understand. Like if you work from like 9 a.m. till 7 p.m. and you're like, look, I know by the time I end work, I'm way too exhausted to work out. I have to do it at 6 a.m then push yourself to do that and create a schedule where you're going to be able to do that. Create a night routine where you're going to have the energy to wake up the next morning and do it. You have to figure it out in the morning time or afternoon. You're always going to figure it out. If you want to move your body and work out, you're going to figure it out and you're going to prioritize it. I don't think anyone has to force themselves to work out in the morning. And this is something I struggled with for a while because I always thought to myself, if I want to be productive, I have to work out in the morning. If I want to like shed more weight, I have to work out in the morning. And I kept putting these things in my mind of like, I have to do this and that and whatever. At the end of the day, as long as you're moving your body, it doesn't matter what time of the day that you're doing it, you know? So for me personally, I would always tell myself, no, you have to work out in the morning or else it doesn't count. Like it's not as productive if you don't do it in the morning. And I used to force myself. I used to go to the gym. I used to wake up at 6 a.m. and go to the gym at like 6.30 8 a.m. Like I used to go to the gym very, very early and it does feel good to have your workout done in the morning and then take your shower and do your skincare. And then it's like 8 a.m. and you're already ready for the day. That is a great feeling. But at the same time, it just wasn't for me. Like if I wanted to work out at 6 a.m. and do my workout and shower and drink my coffee before the sun rises, I could do that if I want to. But I've done it for a few months. Like I did a straight like three months of waking up at 6 a.m. and doing my workouts. But I just realized like I was forcing myself to do it and it wasn't really my thing. Like I didn't like working out at that time and that's okay. It's not like I completely cut working out out of my life. I just realized I like doing it better at 5 p.m. instead of 6 a.m. So if you want to force yourself to work out in the morning because you think that you're going to see better results that way, I don't think that you have to do that. It doesn't make you more productive if you do it in the morning versus if you do it at night. You're maybe just not a morning person. And I feel like if people force themselves to do it in the morning – they make themselves hate it because they're like, I have to wake up at this time and I have to do this and I have to do it in the morning. But it's like, you really don't, you know, you could do it at night and just create a different type of routine and a different standard in your life. So I've tried to do the working out in the morning thing. It helps a lot of people and it works for a lot of people. It didn't work for me personally and it wasn't my favorite time to work out. If you have to work out, then I think it's great that you're incorporating it in this challenge and I think that you can prioritize the time to do that and make a great morning routine for yourself. But for me personally, I prefer working out in the afternoon and I think that there's nothing wrong. I mean, like kind of working out in the evening. I think there's nothing wrong if you aren't someone who likes working out in the morning. The last challenge that I will be reading out to you guys that you guys shared with me is to avoid letting my insecurities keep me from the gym. And I wanted to read this one last because I've talked about this story before in my, I forgot which Q&A it was, but someone was saying how they get embarrassed to go to the gym because they don't know how to use the equipment. And I always bring up this story. So I'll bring it up again in case you haven't heard it on my podcast yet. I tried to get into working out, I think two years ago, like pre-COVID. So two years ago, I tried to get into working out. I signed up at this gym with my best friend and I was like, no, this is the time I'm going to get into working out. Like I'm going to do it. And I signed up to this gym and, um, I like worked with a fitness trainer one day and I was like really into it. And I was like, this is great. And then I went by myself one day without my friend. I went alone. Um, by the way, any of these days that I went, I had no idea what I was doing. I was literally doing like an ab workout and like walking on the treadmill and thought that I did like the biggest thing, which it's okay. You take baby steps, but I went on this machine. Cause I was like, Oh, I remember I used this machine with the trainer. Like I want to use it again. And it's basically like you put the weight on your shoulders and you like squat on it or something. 
and I thought I could do a lot more weight than I could. So I get down to squat, like I'm on the machine and I couldn't get back up. And I was like, okay, now what? And I'm looking around. I have headphones in. The gym was a little bit, it was pretty crowded, but I was like, do I, I have to, I have to ask for help, but all these people have headphones in and there's music blaring at the gym. What do I do? I'm stuck on this machine. So I'm literally stuck on this workout machine and I'm looking around like, what do I do? This is so humiliating. There's so many guys here and girls here. I'm going to get so judged. Everyone's probably laughing at me. First of all, no one cares because everyone has been in a position where they didn't know how to properly use a machine or something like that. For some reason, I was so humiliated. But all of a sudden, I see this one guy and he's looking at me and I'm like, can you help me? And he's like, what? And I was like, can you help me? And he goes, with what? And I was like, I don't know how to get off this machine. So he lifts the weights off my shoulder, sticks it back into place and looks at me the most concerned, confused face. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I just grab my stuff and I just walk out of the gym. And you'd think after that moment, like I'd be done. Like I'd be like never going back to the gym again. COVID hit. So I actually didn't go back to the gym for a few months. But now that I'm like at this new gym, I always think of that moment. And I and I feel like in the beginning, I was nervous to try new machines because I'm like, wow, that moment was so embarrassing. But honestly, I don't care because it's like at the end of the day, that does happen to a lot more people than you think. Like I promise you that that does happen to a lot more people. People always get stuck on machines or fall or machines fall over. Like the amount of TikTok workout fails that I've seen is unbelievable. I've seen it with my own eyes, like people failing at the gym. It's just, it's just practice. Like at the end of the day, everyone's there to better themselves. There's nothing embarrassing about wanting to become the best version of yourself. And it'll take a little bit of trial and error. So don't let yourself, like, don't let your insecurities stop you from going. If you're insecure about the way that you look in workout sets, like at the end of the day, you are going to the gym and you are fixing yourself. Like you are fixing yourself mentally. At the, like you're, you're beautiful no matter what. And the fact that you want to take this next step to go to the gym is the most beautiful thing about you is because a girl who wants to work on herself is the most attractive thing that you can see in a woman, like a woman that wants to work on herself and become a better version of herself. That is the most beautiful version of a woman. It's not about the woman who has the flattest stomach or the biggest butt or the longest legs or the clearest skin. You know, it's not about that girl. It's about the girl that's focusing on becoming the best version of her. And that's how I feel when I go to the gym. When I was first going to the gym, I was wearing like super baggy clothes. Um, Some days I would wear workout sets, but then get insecure and throw a sweatshirt over myself. Like every single day was different. And I just realized like, no one cares. And it's like, like, you might think to yourself, oh, people are looking at me. These people are checking me out. This person's staring at me. Honestly, at the gym, I stare at people a lot just because I'm like, I zone out. And that's a lot of people's cases. Maybe sometimes people are checking you out and looking at you, but it doesn't mean that they're doing it in a bad judgmental way. The amount of girls that I look at and I'm like, oh my God, I love her workout set or I love her body or I want to copy the workout she's doing because her butt is so nice that I want that butt too. Like, Some people think positive things and we always assume people are thinking the negative, but at the end of the day, you're going to the gym to become the best version of you and there's nothing to be ashamed about for that reason. So those are the challenges you guys read. Wow, I feel like this was a super long episode, but I'm so happy that I was able to read those challenges. I didn't even read every single challenge, which just shows how amazing and motivated and inspiring that you guys are. You guys really do inspire me to keep doing this podcast and to keep becoming a better version and the best version of myself because I see you guys being inspired from me and it just inspires me even more. So I want to thank everyone who clicked onto this episode and listened to this. I hope that you feel super motivated and know that 
all these people that are in the same community listening to the same podcast of you also have the same goals that you do and we're going to get through it together. Um, I finished week one, but we're restarting it because mine was going to be a monthly challenge anyways. So I hope you really do take this two-week challenge seriously. Like I said, obviously this episode went up on Friday, but today's Wednesday and tomorrow is my first day going back to in-person classes. And last semester I had one in-person class. So it was really easy to learn how to just like get to one class. But this is my first year at this school. So I like don't really know the campus that well. So it's like, I'm a little bit nervous to like have to learn how to go to a bunch of new classes and be on campus again and be in class with a bunch of people like that always makes me a little bit nervous. And I know it makes people nervous, too. So I'm not like ashamed of it. But I just think it's funny that like something that was so normal and regular, like showing up to class, you know, four days out of the week, like three classes a day. That's something I used to do so normally. And now after COVID, after two years of doing school from home, it feels so weird to be going back on a regular basis to in-class classes, in-person classes. So I do feel a little bit anxious about it, but you know what? I'm going to try to prepare for it the best way possible. I'm going to clean my room right now. After I'm done editing and scheduling this episode for Friday, I'm going to clean my room. I have a few clothes that I want to put away. I have a few returns I want to package. I want to go through my gym bag and just kind of like reorganize it because I have a bunch of random workout clothes in there. Um, But yeah, I just want to like reorganize everything in my room and in my closet so that way I have a clean room when I start the semester. I want to – I think I want to go to Target today when I go to Whole Foods. I have to go to Whole Foods to pick up a few snacks because obviously, as I said, my goal is to be gluten-free and vegan, and I got these really great gluten-free vegan snacks. I'll post them on my Instagram story when I buy them. Um, The ingredients are so great, so I'm going to post them on my Instagram story today so you guys can look, but I want to go and buy more. So I want to go to Whole Foods for that reason. I want to – all my teachers sent out emails about class yesterday, so I'm going to go through all the syllabi to see like what supplies I'll need for class. So that I could go to Target and pick up a few school supplies. Um, And that will be like a really good feeling because then I'll be able to come home later and set up my backpack for tomorrow, set up my outfit. I always set out my outfits for school, even though I don't wear anything like extravagant that I actually care about. I always just like to set out my outfits, even if it's just the laziest outfit ever, because it's like, okay, now I know like what I'm going to wear, even if it's literally the stupidest sweatshirt and like hoodie and leggings, I just like to know what it's going to be. So that's what everything I'm doing. If you want to know how I prep the night before it's cleaning my room, getting school supplies, getting some groceries to meal prep for the week, um, and setting up my backpack and my outfit. So that's kind of how I prep for the first day of the semester. But that's all for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to all these challenges. I'm honestly really excited to see what this semester brings. And I'm so proud of all of you that want to participate in this challenge. And make sure you guys keep up with me on Instagram at For You From Eve. All my socials, my Amazon storefront, everything gets linked in the description of this podcast episode. Thank you so much for all the support that you guys have given me. I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. I can't believe it's already Friday that this video is going up. This week went by so fast. But thank you again so much for your support. I am so proud of all of you. And I love all of you so much. Mm-hmm.